Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Hey everyone, welcome to Alien Zoo, my name is Chris, and thanks for listening. Sorry for the longer than typical break between episodes, Um, I have some fun and exciting things coming up regarding the Alien Zoo podcast, and I can't wait to share them, but in the meantime, why don't we just cut the BS and get right into this week's episode. The Mongolian Death Worm, or Alguai Korkoi, for those who speak Mongolian, is a good-sized worm-like cryptid said to inhabit the Gobi Desert, more specifically the western and southern parts of the desert. Now, the word Olguai Korkwai means large intestine worm, which is what the creature is said to look like, a whole bunch of intestines. The worms are said to be anywhere from two to five feet long and have pretty thick bodies, in 1922, the Mongolian Prime Minister, Damdin Bazar, described the worm as followed, quote, It is shaped like a sausage about two feet long, has no head nor leg, and it is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. It lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert, end quote. Now, nobody knows anyone who has been killed by this creature, but I came across one very vague story of a kid who poked one of the worms with a stick, the worm spit at the boy, and he died. A very short story with nothing to back it up, but I thought it was interesting to mention nonetheless. Stories of the Mongolian death worm have been passed down from generation to generation in Mongolia, but wasn't brought to Western attention until a book was released in 1926 called On the Trail of Ancient Man. In this book, author and paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrew went on to describe how during a gathering of Mongolian officials, they all traded stories about the mysterious creature, although none of them had actually seen it themselves. But... They all maintained their opinions that the Mongolian death worm was indeed real, right down to how detailed they would describe its appearance. Fast forward a bit to 1983. A specimen of a tartar sand boa was shown to Mongolian locals who have claimed to witness the creature, and they indeed confirmed that the specimen in front of them was incredibly similar to the desert-dwelling cryptid that they had claimed to see. Now, the creature is said to travel underground 
creating waves of sand, not unlike the Tremors films. This way of traveling allows them to move freely, without being detected. It is said to not only be poisonous to the touch, but can apparently also spit poison. It's crazy. The worm is a big-time hibernator, only coming out of hibernation for an extremely short period, between the months of uh, June and July. And not unlike your typical earthworm, the Mongolian deathworm is said to surface when there is heavy rain. Now, what do these worms eat? Huh. That's funny you should ask, because I have some info right here regarding that. These crazy creatures are said to feast on camels, laying their eggs inside the camel's intestines, which would hatch and thus devour the desert mammal from the inside, turning them red. Although I couldn't find any information on red camels. Not a single thing. Now, these worms are also known for having a taste for human flesh. Local folklore describes the creature's venom as having the ability to corrode metal and is said to be a putrid yellow in color. So, well, believe it or not, there have actually been a few investigations into the research of this cryptid. Throughout, throughout 1990 and 1992, Ivan McCarl led a small group to the Gobi Desert in search of the Mongolian deathworm. Now, Ivan was a big science fiction fan, and through his love of Frank Herbert's novel, Dune, he became inspired to try and lure out the worm, and or worms, by way of rhythmic thumping. He created his own motor-driven thumper, as well as a series of small explosions in order to bring the creature to the surface. He was not successful. In 2005, Zoological journalist Richard Freeman of the Center for Fordian Zoology embarked with a few others on a quest to hunt for the cryptid, but they too came up empty-handed. Richard concluded that stories of the creature had to be an unknown species of worm lizard or a carnivorous amphisbaena, which is a limbless burrowing lizard that lives in hot climates. Let's fast forward a few more years to 2007 where the reality television series Destination Truth conducted their own expedition. And guess what? Well, they came up empty-handed as well. This isn't looking good when it comes to the existence of the Mongolian deathworm, does it? Perhaps those who do, in fact, see this creature don't get to tell their story. I mean, the worm can allegedly kill from a distance and up close, so perhaps the witnesses took their sightings to the grave their worm grave. Now there are a few interesting facts about the death worm I was able to come across while researching that I'd like to share, if you don't mind. This may be a far-fetched creature, but that doesn't stop believers from continuing to shoot out unique claims regarding this worm. Now, the Mongolian death worm is said to have an exoskeleton, which it is able to molt off when it is injured or outgrows its previous skin. That's kind of cool. Now, as I said before, the Mongolian deathworm is an underground traveler. But on the rare occasion that it finds itself on the surface, it can get around by rolling or squirming sideways. One of the scariest things about the deathworm is that you never know which way it's heading. 
because if you're able to lay eyes on it, it has no head. And you'll only be able to tell where its razor-sharp, teeth-filled mouth is when it's far, far too late. The year is 1972, and Russian scientists allegedly uncover a dead specimen of the cryptid. Before anyone could confirm this, though, the specimen disappeared, and is said to be hidden deep in the basement of a well-guarded Russian museum. Why not just display it if you have it? I never understood that. Now, the Mongolian death worm is another good example of a cryptid that has numerous credible witnesses attached to it, including park rangers, police officers, and as I said earlier, even the Mongolian prime minister. I mean, having the ability to move underground is something unique that I've come across while researching cryptids, and this certainly would be a great way to stay under the radar. Literally. Alright, now it's that part of the podcast now. If it isn't a giant carnivorous worm, what is it? Well, this is one of the few episodes where it definitely isn't a kangaroo. Or, it could be. I, I don't know. Now, my opinion is that it's either a large worm or, which is the way I'm leaning, it's a species of unknown limbless reptile. Now, others claim it bears similarities to a death adder, which is an extremely poisonous snake in the cobra family. Uh, this makes sense. Uh, the death adder makes its home in Australia and New Guinea and is physically similar to the death worm. And it is also able to shoot its venom from a distance, just like the cryptid. Hmm, interesting. But, even though the creature has yet to expose itself to outside researchers, it is still talked about as a real animal by the local Mongolian population and is even used as a cautionary tale about the dangers of the unforgiving Gobi Desert. So that's it. That's some information that I could find on the Mongolian deathworm. I know it's not too much, but hopefully it's enough to keep you fascinated in the world of cryptozoology. Um, and thanks for bearing with me on this uh, little episode. Um, I'm taking the time needed to research a bigger topic um, for the episode in a couple weeks. Um, but like always, thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. My name is Chris, and until next cryptid, bye. <laughs>